Let's go. Here we go with the great Larry Fitzgerald. Let's go. Presented by Hertz. Fitzy, what's up, bud? Nothing much, Jim. Down here in New Orleans, uh, prepping for a little Monday night. Got to chat in with my buddies, though, uh, first on, on our Let's Go podcast and, and get going. And uh, got a, had a really fun time yesterday over at NASCAR. And now I'm down here in New Orleans, and I'm looking forward to it. You're in the pace car. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. looked a little scared. I saw the video. You had Apollo in there. Uh, <laughs> you, it, it was so scary that the guy who's directing the pace car, he had his helmet on. Why didn't you have your <laughs> helmet on? <laughs> I was wondering the same thing. When I got in the car, I'm thinking, there's some, something weird about this. He has a helmet on, and I don't have a helmet on. Does he know something I don't know? Is this a full-contact sport that I'm unaware of? You know, <laughs> so I was, a, I, was a bit, uh, I was a bit mystified by that. But, you know, I was in good hands, Jim. I'm not a horrible driver like you. You know, I was able to, to keep it in the rails, and uh, not, nobody got banged up. And uh, our boy Joey was able to pull off the victory and, um, you know, get in the winner's circle. You were nervous. You were nervous. I saw that. Your eyes were everywhere. They're on the road. They're on Apollo. They're on the other drivers. Yeah. I mean, this wasn't your normal 75-mile-an-hour jaunt down the freeway. No, it wasn't, Jim. So I'm looking in the rearview mirror and looking out the side mirrors, and I'm seeing these cars. I mean, literally, they're swerving from side to side to side <laughs> to side. I'm hearing the engines revving, revving, revving. Like, you know, I mean, it. it's just a, you know, you're never in that position. I'll never be in that position again. I never had anything to, you know, to, to go off of that would have, you know, got me ready for that. So it, it was definitely um, really cool to, to see everything, um, you know, from that perspective to be in front of those cars and, you know, be able to chat with the pit crew and so many of the drivers. And I, I was blown away by how accessible, you know, they are, you know, all the way until they step foot in their car to race. Describe the noise. I mean, it's deafening, Jim. Those 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 engines are so so loud. Um, you know, I can tell you it's loud, but you know, being there and hearing it and and watching the production, um, how fast they're in and out of these crews, and just how gifted these drivers are. You know, I I would be, you know, I would sound like an idiot trying to describe just how skilled you know you have to be to do that. Well, we've got the winner of the race, uh, Joey Logano. He, you managed not to screw him up. He was able to. Uh, uh, take your pace and go on and, and win that big championship. But, uh, uh, Joey, uh, thanks so much for joining us, and congratulations. Thank you. One thing I'm not skilled at still is trying to figure out all these Zoom-type calls and all this. Sorry, I'm late. <laughs> hey, we know you were celebrating, man. You, you know you're celebrating the big the big championship, man. Congratulations. It was awesome to, to see it up close and personal yesterday. I mean, you and your your team uh, put, put put together an amazing season. Thank you. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, championships are hard to to win in any sport, right? You're going up against the best of the best in uh, in whatever your respective sport is, and um, yeah, it's what makes it special, though, right? It's a yeah. challenge that that's ahead of you, um, working with your team, every little detail, and and that's the fun part about it, right? The yeah. the human element that's going to come into play, right? Yeah, we're yeah. racing big machines, we're going fast and all that, but. The human element comes down to that piece there at the end. The, the late race pit stops, the late race restarts, the strategy that goes along with the race. It all has to work just perfectly yeah. to win one of these. Things. And so yeah. uh, to do that over the course of 36 weekends is special. Yeah, it is. is it fun while it's happening? Uh, some, no. some, some guys we see, you know, smiling uh, while they're playing. And uh, Steph Curry. And and there's just a joy. And, and, and you can see it. Uh, other guys we see, and it's, you know, like, the guy on this show, Tom Brady, he's grinding the whole time, and Tiger Woods. Uh, is it fun for you while it's happening, or is, or is the fun afterwards when you're with your son on the track? 
there's no fun while it's happening. Uh, <laughs> at, at this level, I find it fun. I love winning, and winning is fun. Outside of that, I mean, I'd go drive something else and have fun. I love driving things. Don't get me wrong, but when you get to this level, you are—it's a job, right? There's a lot of responsibility. There's a lot of people's livelihoods that are depending on myself and and everyone else on the team doing their job, and it's, that's not a jokey matter at that point. Um, so yeah, we take it serious because I, I felt like this when we won in 2018, um, and we went on tour and. We went to, you know, Roush Yates, who builds our engines. We went to Team Penske that has our, um, obviously, builds our race cars. But Ford and Shell and Penzo, all the, all the sponsors, everyone that's in there. And you think about how big the team really is. It's in thousands, right, when you think about it. Um, and especially the impact it has on their families on top of that. The grind is a long season. And, um, you know, the impact on people's families, the sacrifice they make uh, to go race them for this long of a season. It's big. And so to deliver a championship for them, that's what it's all about, right? More gifts under the Christmas tree this year. That's what it's about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the one thing that we do know about NASCAR is they have a lot of sponsorships. So we got to thank our sponsors as well. Let everybody know that our show is brought to you by Hertz. It hurts. You can change the scenery without ever changing your standards. That's right. No matter where you are with Hertz, you'll always find exactly the right vehicle to make your let's go moment unforgettable. Visit Hertz.com to book today. Hertz. Let's go. Joey Logano's the uh, champion of NASCAR. Uh, we're pleased to have him here on Let's Go with Larry Fitzgerald. Um, you came into NASCAR in 2009 with all those expectations. You're 19 years of age and greatness, you know, predicted for you. And, and then you have to go out and perform. And then you get it in 2018. Is there a big difference between winning at this time? And, and there was with those expectations and, and, and then being able to be that champion again. Yeah, I mean, well, once you once you kind of experience what winning a championship's like, all you want is again, right? Like, there's there's no other moment that can be compared to winning a championship and what you're trying to do, right? Achieving the highest goal possible <clears throat> when the season starts is always winning a championship. And once you know that feeling and you taste it at once, it's like having a piece of chocolate cake. Once you taste it, all you want is chocolate cake from there out. Yeah. That's what it's like with championships you, you get a taste of it and, and you just need more of it um you know for my career you bring it up in the beginning there you know um yeah i came in young and I, I came in with all this hype around me and i failed pretty miserably for the first four years um just really trying to figure out how to win against the best of the best i was not ready i thought i was i was not um but those moments is, is what shapes me right you you learn the most when you're down in the trenches that's when you you build your character um and eventually you know you get the right opportunities and, and, and when you're actually ready and you can really pounce on it and make the most of it um, like I've been able to do really the last 10 years with Team Penske and, and Shell. It's been uh, um, a great partnership that we've had uh, over those last years and, and getting a couple championships and 30 so wins. Uh, it's been really great. Joey, you talked a little bit about, um, you know, the struggles that you had early. You know, I, I know often in team sports, there's people that you can look to for mentorship. Who is somebody that you can look back 10 years ago that maybe put his arm around you and was able to, you know, help you understand um, what was required to be great on a, on a every single day basis. Like, was there anybody that you could look back to that that's helped that's been helpful? You try to lean on whoever you can and take as many opinions as possible and, and then try to form what you think is the right direction to go. Um, you know, when you're, when you're getting beat up week over week, you're lost as much as anything. Okay, well, where do I even start? Like, I know I suck, but where do I suck? Like, what, what point? Like, where do I get going? <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and and that, that's the hard part. And so I leaned on a lot of, uh, um, you know, Mike McLaughlin was, was one of them. He used to be a, a, a racer and, and had a good relationship. 
him and, and you as a coach Max, well um you know racers that have been around know my position um cared about me as a person and give me honest feedback you know tell me the truth that sometimes it hurts but that's what you need to hear um you know th those people and, and those relationships have uh, a ridiculous amount of value um that you really can never put a number on right when you find people that truly care about you uh there, there's nothing more valuable than that in life yeah so i had a chance that was yesterday before your race i was i did catch up with the Penske family went over to the went over to their to the trailer um to, to the buses and you know they they raved about the, the new extension that you signed last year five five more years with them and you know they didn't talk anything about you as a driver they, they talked a lot about you as a man and what you represent and and how proud they are that you could be a you know an extension of, of their them and their family and their values um you know, like, like what, what is that relationship with, you know, with the Penske family? Um, you know, how has it evolved over the years and how did you create so much alignment? Well, I appreciate that. Um, you know, I mean, you, you want to put yourself with people that are one better than you and, and that'll make you better as well, but also people that do it the correct way, right? When you look at Roger Penske and you think of all the businesses he's been a part of, right? When you look at Penske truck lease and the dealerships and, and the list goes on, right? The guy, it doesn't stop. He's always looking for more. He's always looking for growth. Um, and you look at the, the people who have worked with him for a long period of time. Uh, that just says he's doing it correct, right? There's businesses that come and go because they're not doing it the right way, trying to make a quick buck, and then before you know it, they're gone. Mm -hmm. Penske doesn't do it that way. They grind it out and do it the correct way, um, which means that success seems to stand longer. And you look at the relationship, like I said, with Shell and, and myself and, and over 10 years in our sport, that's pretty much unheard of at this point. Yeah, um, and it's something that's, I take a lot of pride in, right? And then I want to be around that. My, my favorite term is, is you can't fly like an eagle when you're working with a bunch of turkeys. And <laughs> over, over at Team Penske. And, and Larry tells me that every week, you know? Larry tells me that every week. It's that's a tough place to be, Joey. And we got snake we're dragging along too. So we've taken a left turn here on Let's Go this week. Jim Gray along with Larry Fitzgerald. We're joined by Joey Logano. I want to remind everybody our program is brought to you by Bank of America. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive you just can't stop banking on or off the field. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. What would you like the power to do? Member FDIC. Joey, uh, your four-year-old son, it's, it's going to be a memorable scene, uh, not only for uh, the both of you, but for everybody at NASCAR and all the fans when he got out uh, and walked with you uh, holding your hand uh, after the race. And it's something that you guys had talked about. Give us a little background in that story because it was just such a great, cute moment at the, at the end of the race. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, that was one of the coolest moments uh, for, for me. Um, you know, we, we have three kids, and, and uh, Hudson was able to come along. Our, our others are younger, and trying to travel with the time change we said we'll see you when you get home but hudson is old enough to to come along and uh, he's a car guy right off the bat like he is following dad's footsteps when it comes to loving cars this is like his thing hot rods maybe more than race cars even which is okay with me um so we always always do donuts together uh at home in the parking lot but <laughs> doing it on the racetrack was much better than race car and uh to run up and grabbed the, the flag at the start finish line, grabbed the, the checkered flag and then jumped in the passenger seat. And um, he's funny because he's four, right? So he gets really shy around uh, other people. But this morning when, when he was up and we were hanging out and we were talking about it and 
and his emotion is like, yeah, we smoked the tires off of that, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, to hear his expressions and, and what he thought of the day, right, and how special that was. And um, I just always had the dream of doing that, you know, Kevin Harvick did it a few years back with his son at Michigan. And uh, every time we've won, I haven't had my kids there. So <laughs> I don't know how that's been happening, but finally I won one with them there. And that was special. I got a chance to ride yesterday in the pace car with my son and, you know, look back there in that rear view mirror and see his face. And I told him while we were driving, I said, son, look behind you. The greatest driver in the world is, is right behind us. And uh, <laughs> and he looked back and shot a little video. So it was it was really a, a special moment. You know, there's nothing nothing like being able to share those moments with your children. Um, when you look back years from now and, and you think about, you know, those memories is something that you could always hold near and dear to your heart. Did Enjoy you have back. any road rage? Uh, did you have any road rage when you had Larry there in front of you? Like, what is this guy doing, Joey? <laughs> if I'm being honest, and I there's like I never saw you. I, I don't yeah. know how I didn't see you. <laughs> hey. there people everywhere, all over the place. I, I wish I got to say hello. Um, you know, it's just it's so busy, and the place was a sea of people. Uh, yeah, and you're kind of zoned in. <laughs> I knew. Hey Jim, I've never like I've, I've been around a bunch of sports. I've never seen um, you know competitors at the highest level have that level of accessibility to to the drivers. I mean, from the time they they get there, I mean, there's people, sponsors, fans all around. I mean, literally until the time he gets into his car is the only time he really has to himself the whole entire day is is when he's actually performing. And the how you guys can go from you know ingratiating yourself from the fans and building the sport to getting behind the wheel and driving 100 plus miles an hour for, for three to 400 laps is, is mind boggling to me how you guys are able to do that. It, it's so funny because, and that's a very typical thing that I've heard other athletes say about when they come to our race, like, I yeah. can't believe like just people can just walk up to you whenever yeah. and, and talk to you. Yeah, that's what we do. And it's, I, I've gotten used to it, right? Like mm -hmm. that is part of the prep, right? Yeah. Like part of the way I've, get prepared is when we go up on stage and talk to the fans or right. driver intros or mm -hmm. right just meeting people like and you almost use it as a moment to to preach to yourself a little bit right like to almost fire yourself up um when, when you're talking to the media and whatnot and and that um that to me is how i use it and i'm, I'm pretty convinced now if you took that away from me i'd be lost i, I wouldn't <laughs> know what to give me time alone i would overthink everything yeah. <laughs> i would the first lap i'd be all over the place so it's, it's nice to kind of have that for at least what we're used to um and everyone's used to something mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hey, yeah. hey joey we're gonna let you go i'm just curious how, how do you adjust to being a civilian like when you're out on the freeways uh do you get aggravated with everybody because <laughs> all of us can't drive in the same fashion as you as you can or or, or are you cursing everybody how, how do you handle just the normal traffic I'm not bad on the road, actually. I just don't don't ride in the left lane if you're not passing somebody. That's all I ask. If you're looking, you're riding down the road, and you're not passing someone, get back over to the right lane, would you please? That's the only thing. I'm not too crazy down the road. I I got kids now. It's checked me up a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Joey, thanks so much for joining us. Just a fantastic, incredible achievement. You're a great champion, and thanks for taking the time to join us here on Let's Go. Absolutely. Big fan. Thank you, guys. Uh, thank, thank you. Our thanks to Joey Logano. Hey, the lesson there, the champion told you, Larry, stay out of that left lane, please. Come on. <laughs> I always stay out the left lane, Jim. When I, I, I'm a cruiser, man. I don't be driving too fast, so I stay right there on that right side. Jim Gray with Larry Fitzgerald. Our thanks to Joey Logano. Our program is brought to you by Golden Nugget Hotel and Casinos. 
Whether you're looking for a romantic getaway, weekend retreat, or just a day of fun, Golden Nugget Hotel and Casinos offer the perfect destination for the ultimate getaway. If you're in New Orleans for tonight's game, you're lucky enough to have two Golden Nugget Hotel and Casinos not far from you in Lake Charles, Louisiana, and on the beach of Biloxi, Mississippi. Visit goldennugget.com to book your getaway today. Fitz, were you over in that casino uh, this morning? No, Jim. I, I'm trying to. I might get over there tonight. I was wondering if maybe they could slide me a couple chips on the side, Jim. You know, I put it on your account. You know, I'll let you pay pay back later. I've got credit. Go take my can, credit. We can split the earnings too. You know what I'm saying, Jim? We can split the earnings. We'll just keep it at my house. All right. Your credit's always good with me, Fitz. No problem. But a guy who lost his credit today with Mister Jim Irsay was Frank Wright, uh, fired and relieved of his duties. Three, five, and one this season. Uh, with the Colts, uh, he benched Matt Ryan uh, last week, put Sam Ellinger in there, and then they just got destroyed uh, yesterday by the Patriots. What do you think of that firing? You know, it, it pains me. I, I, I'm really a big fan of Frank Wright, have been. He coached me um, in Arizona as my receiver coach. Have nothing but respect for him in terms of his football acumen. Um, but it goes back to this, Jim. I mean, the franchise has really been, um, you know, teetering, you know, ever since Andrew Luck abruptly retired. Um, that quarterback position is a position that you need to have. You need to have it solidified. Um, I know he's a big fan of Carson Wentz. He wasn't able to get the job done this year. Obviously, Matt Ryan has not, you know, played up to the level that we've expected him to play as a former MVP. Um, Jonathan Taylor's been banged up in and out of the lineup. You know, he, he uh, led the league in rushing last year. Um, you know, so, I mean, they just have not been able to, you know, live up to expectations. You know, I, th- I think all of us, you know, thought they had the ability to win that division. Um, they still could, but obviously won't be under Frank Wright's tutelage. Well, when you look back at what Luck did to that franchise by deciding to retire at that particular time, you know what I mean? Like he, yeah. if he would have retired in, in, in February, well, it would have been fine. Right. But know? a couple of weeks before the season or a yeah. month or whatever it was during the season, during the season, I mean, it's in a, it's a preseason game. He decided that he had enough, you know, it just, it put the, it put him in a really bad position, you know, cause you, those type of decisions you like to have some planning for you would have draft, you would have possibly draft a quarterback in April. You know, there's a lot of things that you address, addressed it in free agency. Um, you know, so it, it just left the organization in, in peril. Then you had Jacoby Brissett come in there, Philip Rivers. Uh, they gambled on Carson Wentz. And maybe Frank Wright was the guy that said Wentz can do it here. And that that turned out poorly. Uh, then they gambled again with Matt Ryan. And uh, it's not a full season, but that hadn't worked out well. So they bench him. And I guess uh, Jim Mercy just said, that's it. He's seen enough. Um, when you don't have stability at the quarterback position, uh, it's an impossible circumstance. It's it's an up it's an uphill climb, Jim, and uh, one that is very difficult to make if you don't have that position solidified. You know the Matt Ryan change was a little interesting to me. Um, I know he wasn't playing well, but a lot of it had to do with his cap number and and the guarantees that he had for for injury. You know, and so you're making decisions like that. You know, it just kind of just it, it kind of leaves a negative taste in my mouth. You can't make decisions based on a long long term you know, ability for your team to win, basing it off of, you know, if this guy gets hurt, we owe him $20 million. Like that, I just don't think you make decisions that way. You either are in it to win it or you're not. And the Colts was showed by that decision last week that they were not in it to win it. And it's also confounding that Jeff Saturday, who we watch on television, on ESPN, a colleague of yours, now will leave the broadcasting studio 
and become the interim head coach. And please explain this to me, Fitz. Jim, I, I would I would love to. When I heard this, I was I was scratching my head just like anybody else would probably be reading this. Um, you know, you you, you relieve a, a, a head coach that's been a proven winner, and you replace him, you know, with somebody in the Ring of Honor. Um, it's a feel good story. He's a, he was a great you know champion in in Indianapolis for years, but you know, you, you just you scratch your head on some some of these decisions that you see in, and you hear in the National Football League. It's also a bit offensive to all of these professional coaches who dedicate their lives to this. And this is nothing against Jeff Saturday. But what about all of these guys who labor for years, want an opportunity, and now you've just kind of said, you know, I'm turning it over to a ring of famer. I couldn't agree with you more, Jim. I mean, you think about how many qualified staff members are on on in Indianapolis from the offensive defensive side that have worked tirelessly to put themselves in a position to have an opportunity. Very similar to last year, Rich Bisaccio with the Raiders. I mean, he did a wonderful job in the interim, but he had been a special teams coach and a coach in national football for a very long time. You never know what, what some of your coaches are capable of if, if they're not given the opportunity. We'll see how it plays out. Up next, the Las Vegas Raiders for the Indianapolis Colts. Our show is brought to you by K Jewelers. This holiday, give a gift that means a lot without spending a lot. Now through November 28th, shop early and save at the K Black Friday sale. Exclusions apply. Visit K.com or your local K store for details. Much more with Larry Fitzgerald when we continue here on Let's Go. Stay with us on Sirius XM. Hey everyone, this is Lindsay Rhodes, host of the NFL Roadshow, a SiriusXM podcast, inviting you to join me three, yes, three times a week for NFL analysis that goes beyond the low-hanging fruit. On Mondays, we react to the biggest stories of the NFL weekend. On Wednesdays, we pick one topic to really dig in on. And on Fridays, I'll give you all the fantasy football advice you need in just 15 minutes. We call it the Fantasy 15. Download new episodes of the NFL Roadshow right now on the SXM app, included with all of our trials and popular plans, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray, along with Larry Fitzgerald. Our program is brought to you by USAA. USAA was started in 1922 by a group of soldiers who made a promise to always take care of their own. And after 100 years, USAA is still serving the military and their families. Find out more at USAA.com slash 100. USAA! And we saw it across the National Football League, the salute to service. The salute to service, it's a year-round effort to honor, empower, and connect our nation's service members, veterans, and their families, USAA and the NFL. Uh, Larry, do encourage military appreciation throughout the salute to service effort, and it's tremendous to see that going on. It is. You got to love it. Um, the flyovers at the stadiums and seeing the, the military personnel out there holding the flag for the national anthem. And you, know, you really have to celebrate these men and women. They, they dedicate their lives to protect people. They have no idea who they are um, and they do it voluntarily and, uh, you know, with great honor. And, and so it's, it's I always was very happy to be able to shake their hands and tell them thank you in person. Because, you know, we, we don't we don't even play the National Football League. We're not able to have our podcast and do the things that we really enjoy if it wasn't for their sacrifices. Exactly right. Very well stated. All of us across the country show our appreciation and salute to service should be every day to these fine men and women. Hey, Larry, uh, we got to salute our co-host, 
Tom Brady, how about that finish yesterday? That was really something. I mean, you know, he never gives up. He doesn't sulk. doesn't matter how bad the circumstance is. He just keeps grinding and grinding and figuring out a way, and he does it in such an effort. He looks like he's playing catch with his son in the park. Well, I mean, he plays with a youthful exuberance. He always has, though, Jim, but you could just see the passion and intensity um, and, and the love and appreciation he has for his teammates. And you see the embrace that he had with Brian Leftwich. You know, to be able to, he lets you know how meaningful it still is to him, no matter about the seven championships and being the greatest uh, 100,000 passing yards in the playoffs and, and, and pre, uh, regular season and playoffs. Like all of that meant nothing. You know, he, he just loves to play the sport. And, you know, they're trending in the right direction. The first three and a half quarters were, were, were abysmal. Um, just, <laughs> like, just mishap after mishap. But when it needed it most, he was able to to go down there and lead his team to, to victory. And the defense was able to get off the field to be able to stop the Rams, you know, on that pivotal, um, you know, fourth quarter stop. So, I mean, you like to think that they're trending in the right direction. I mean, but they have a lot to clean up. When the pass is dropped by Scotty Miller, Tom says after the game, I don't mind dropped balls. I throw bad passes. That doesn't bother me. It bothers me when the receiver isn't in the right place or we run the wrong route or we do things that don't give us an opportunity to make a play. That's what bothers me. How many have that mentality? That was really interesting to me. Well, Tom is not one to, to place blame. I mean, he accepts responsibility. He knows he's the the greatest of all time. So with with, with that type of place, um, you know, he understands his his frailties and his and, and his decisions and the things that he does wrong. So he doesn't always chastise people that um, you know make mistakes throughout the course of the game. Does he really believe that? I don't believe so. I mean, he throws a good pass. He expects his receiver to make the plays. I mean, that's just being honest. And and I don't want to jump on Scotty because he. He dropped a timely touchdown pass that would obviously put him in a different position. But there was plenty of other drop balls throughout the course of that game by other of his teammates, Jim. And it's been happening throughout the course of the season. So um, does it for him to say it doesn't bother him? I, I don't necessarily know if I, I truly believe that. Um, I know that guys need to catch the football when it's thrown to him. Then how does he move on with the resilience? Because well, you have to. even you, if you, you don't can. believe what he's saying, he seems to move on right away and, and get ready for the next play. And here we go again. Well, you have to you have to have a short memory, Jim. You can't sit there and oh man, he he dropped this ball or he dropped that ball. You got to be able to focus on the next play because you got to throw another good ball to possibly him if the coverage dictates that. And you see, on that last drive, um, I mean, I think Scotty caught three of those passes. He came right back to him. He had faith in him. He gave him other opportunities and he let him down there for that score. While we're talking about Tom, you know, he has his own apparel line, Larry. Yeah, I, I know. I'm I, we we I've, I've taken some pictures of it. I bought a little bit of it. I got to support my guy. Well, let's buy a little bit more because they're a sponsor of our show now. It's called Brady Brand. Check it all out at BradyBrand.com, including the new Brady pant. Go to BradyBrand.com and look good and feel better. Brady Brand, let's go. I'm Jim Gray with Larry Fitzgerald. We're here on Let's Go. What about the Los Angeles Rams? Uh, Sean McVay uh, and that group now fall to three and five. And after the game, he said, Changes have to be made. Um, is this the residual of a Super Bowl hangover, or is this all of the injuries and guys who are not on the team and and things just aren't cohesive like they were last year? I think it's a combination of both. You got to think you lose your, you know, possibly future Hall of Famer, um, Walter Payton Man of the Year, and Andrew Whitlock, you know, solidified that left tackle position for a very long time. You lose in free agency, Von Miller, future Hall of Famer, 
was unbelievable in the playoffs. I know he was only playing there for eight games last year after he was traded from Denver, but he made a huge impact in terms of the veteran leadership that he had. Um, you know, you, you look at all of those key pieces, they're not there. Odell Beckham, who played a huge part in that Super Bowl run last year before he was injured, was playing phenomenal. I mean, you take all of these things and the lack of running game and not having acres is not – you know, helping at all. You know, there's only one constant on that team, and that's Cooper Cup. Even yesterday, I mean, he still makes play after play after play. Uh, you know the ball's coming to him, and he's still able to do it, but it's just not enough. You need other people to start chipping in. And, and defensively, you know, they just haven't played very well in the back end, if I'm being honest with you, Jim. They give up a lot of plays, um, and, you know, they're just not playing with that same intensity and passion that they were to help them win that Super Bowl last year. It's kind of tough to place the blame on the defense yesterday. The last 45 seconds was only thing they gave up. And yes, there's some miscues that'll be, you know, dissected and under the microscope today, but they had numerous three and outs. I mean, defense wasn't the issue yesterday. Well, they played really good until they didn't. Um, when when they when they had to stop them, Tom, they had the ball with 45 seconds to go. They couldn't they couldn't get them off the field. Um, they had a lead, and you know they had every opportunity to be able to you know put pressure on them, get stops, and they didn't do that last year. We were both at the Super Bowl last year, Jim, and we saw when 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 the Bengals got that ball, they couldn't move it. Aaron Donald was in that backfield every single play. They made it very difficult. So they have the ability to do it. They did it the first three quarters. They just didn't get it done in stretch. Well, there's something about it. The sound of the buzzer, the blow of the whistle, the coach yelling, just loud enough for you to hear them from your seats. It's thrilling, and you can't wait to do it all again next week. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. And it looks like there's an awful lot of life, Larry, in your hometown of Minneapolis. Did you see the celebration on the plane with Kirk yeah. Cousins? Yes. And all the bling. Yes. That was so much fun. Yeah. Everybody should go check that out on YouTube or Twitter or wherever you get these little videos. And uh, they're just playing so well. And and you said something before we came on the air. How can a team be 7-1 and one and they're under the radar? Yeah. I mean, they literally are flying under the radar, Jim. I, when I watched that video yesterday on the team playing, it just it, it brought back, you know, so many wonderful memories. Like, there's no better place, Jim, than getting a big road win and getting on that plane and guys are just music's playing. And it's literally a part, your own party with your boys on the plane it is unbelievable, Jim. And like, you could see that man, Kurt and all the fellas was on there enjoying it. You're playing for each other, all three phases. You're, you're loving, you're loving what's going on. You know, Coach O'Connell smack dab in the middle of being coach of the year this year. Um, he really has Kirk Cousins and that team playing really good football. And, um, you know, I know the commanders are not, you know, in the competition for playoffs, but it's never easy to go on the road and, and get a win. And, you know, that was a big one for Kurt. You know, he played there, um, you know, left unceremoniously, you know, and uh, for him to go back there and get that victory is, is huge. I mean, the Vikings, I, I really like what they plan. Take us back inside the plane, what those moments are like, you know, those times of euphoric feelings and, and, and also the despair, because we don't hear much about that. Well, yeah, I mean, now with the prolification of the social media, you're able to see some of these things. But guys having a good time on the plane is nothing new. I mean, it's it's one of those places where, where your only people on that plane are people you trust. Um, it's your staff, other players, coaches, you know, people that you love and you, that, that are in the foxhole. You're able to celebrate on that plane and just have a really good time. But you know when that plane hits the ground, you know, winning in the National Football League, it's, 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 it's excitement and adulation, but it's more so a reprieve, like – we won that one. 
but we got a big we got a big one next week. And you know, when that plane lands, you got to get back to work and get ready for the next one. And um, but man, that plane rides are so much fun, Jim. So many, so many great times on those planes. Give us an example of something that happened with you. Oh, the best plane ride I ever I ever was on. Um, we won a divisional round playoff game against the uh, Carolina Panthers in two thousand nine. They were number one seed. I think they had won two two. Uh, they had lost two games that season. Um, and we were heavily uh, they were heavily favored to to beat us and to be able to get that win. Um, you know, it was. I still remember that ride back from Charlotte. And I, I don't think any person on that plane slept one iota. Um, and you know, the next day the Eagles ended up you know, beating the New York Giants, who the number one seed, they were a wild card. So we were able to host a uh, host a playoff game, you know, um, in the NFC Championship. So, I mean, like just all of those things, those those memories of, you know, sitting there with Kurt Warner and Edwin James and Anquan Bolin and, you know, just talking about stories and, and how grateful we are to be in the position. Like all of those memories just kind of like just come back to you when I saw that video yesterday. Well, the guy who's looking for a team, Larry, had that celebration last year, not only on the plane, but on the ground, and that was Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, I know he's a good friend of yours. He's kind of been out taking a tour, trying to figure out where he wants to land next. Uh, Jake Glazer on Fox TV said yesterday he's going to be fully cleared uh, to be able to uh, participate, uh, not held back at all because of the knee. Where do you think he's going to land? Well, Jim, I mean, it's a great question. You know, I, if I was him in, in my position, in, in his position, I would be thinking about getting to a team that's a contender, and that he can come in and 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 and, and compete and um, and contribute immediately. I would love to see him, you know, possibly play for the Cowboys. You know, I think they've got a lot of great things going on there. You know, to add another weapon to 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 what they're doing there would be to be great. He's playing on the biggest stage. You know, he's a you know he's a cultural icon, a bail of play. You know, for Dallas you know, I think will be epic for everybody involved. Be good for the National Football League to see him be able to get back out there and play on that stage. Um, obviously, the Buffalo Bills will be great. You know, he's they're, they're a fabulous team there. But I just want to see him get on the contender and be able to have a great run and hopefully be able to earn himself a big contract at the end of the season. Big upset right there. In fact, Golden Nugget Casino would, would have this listed as a big, big upset. Uh, you didn't mention the Vikings, your hometown team. Well, I, you know, I, you're right. I, I didn't, but I, those those two teams are just top on my list. You know, of places where I think he can go in and make a an immediate. Yeah, but you being you, I thought for sure we you throw in the Vikings plug. I think the Vikings are pretty solid where, where they are in terms of what the receivers situation is. To be honest with you, I think that they're, they're, they're pretty they're pretty well balanced. <laughs> Trying to reel you in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not taking a bait. No, not today. <laughs> Fitz, as always, we appreciate your time. Enjoy yourself down there. Uh, don't treat Bourbon Street like one of those plane rides. <laughs> I won't. I won't. Man, if you need me, I'll be over at uh, the Golden Nugget tonight on the tables, Jim. So holler. <laughs> Beautiful. That's Larry Fitzgerald. He's our expert as well as Tom Brady. Any athlete's going to tell you it helps to work with an expert. And for buying or refinancing a home, your expert is an independent mortgage broker. Find one at findamortgagebroker.com. Powered by the number one mortgage lender in America, United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 3038, licensed in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. Let's go, presented by Hertz. Want to thank our producer, Dave the Snake Hagen, with production assistance by Harris Fabishoff. Thank our sponsors, USAA, Bank of America, American Express, K Jewelers, Brady Brand, United Wholesale Mortgage, 
and Golden Nugget Hotel and Casino. Let's Go Podcast with Larry Fitzgerald was produced by 199 Productions in collaboration with Scratchy Productions and Shadow Lion. Thanks so much for joining us. We will talk to you again next week right here on Let's Go on Sirius XM. XM Podcasts.